Hey, greetings, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Staredown. It's four friends from around the country talking sports and real estate and life. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio. Bill Risser down in St. Pete. Anthony Malfronte across the bay in Tampa, actually up in Connecticut this weekend. And Todd Meininger in Cumming, Georgia. Around the horn really quick. Bill, what's going on? Not much. Just uh, another another weekend gone. Another uh, couple of days spent watching a ton of sports. Get a lot of, got a lot of steps in. Had some uh, uh, had a birthday dinner Saturday night, had a great time. And, uh, and yesterday the golf is still struggling. So, and we're going to stream song this week. So Anthony, I am going to the range a couple times wow. this week. Got to, I know I, I hate the range. That's not going to be $25 this week, is it? I, oh no, it's not. No, I'm, <laughs> and I'm getting a caddy both days. So that's another maybe buck 40 each day with the caddy, right? 100. Um, caddy plus tip. So I'm, I can't wait. I, I love playing golf with a caddy. It's so much fun. Yeah, so. it's definitely a splurge. Definitely a splurge yeah. thing. Yeah, a splurge sure. thing once a year or whatever. So, wow. So, what, are you playing red and blue or red and black? They're both red and blue are closed for like a year. They're replacing all the grass on red and blue. So we're but we're playing black two days, uh, both Friday and Saturday. So staying okay, overnight. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited. I've never been there, so should be a lot of fun. That's great. Yep. Todd, what's up, man? Man, had an action-packed weekend, um, not only watching sports, but uh, Friday night dinner with Jenny and her parents. Uh, little, we found a little local Italian place that was really good. Um, Saturday started off with my usual pickleball, uh, which is awesome. And then <laughs> participated in my first ever Zoom baby shower. My nephew is having a baby. And without digging myself a huge hole, I'm kind of old school and I'm like, why am I here? But I, Hey, I sucked it up and, and, uh, actually had a, <laughs> had a better time than I thought. Um, Saturday night, uh, Jenny had some interns that had, uh, made it in our pharmacist now. So we went out and celebrated with them. And then Sunday night we had a cookout. So, uh, that wow. a lot of action pack fun and, uh, mixed in a lot of, uh, sports viewing. So, pretty good weekend um that's that's I busy can't, can't complain right can't yeah. complain nice. hey bill now that we're in season five it's kind of neat that um the new real quick is pickleball so <laughs> Ooh, that's that's awesome that's don't, don't <laughs> hate write the pickleball. that down don't hate it don't that's, hate it that's going out as a tweet by the way the new we don't real hate quick it. We're, just, we're just we're just picking up on the new trends of the season pick, right yeah. pick pickling up pick, hey it's pickling that up, not picking as up. much as much as i love tennis um Forget it. I'll play, I'll play again, but I'm, I mean, I'm in that, that pickleball yeah, no, honeymoon phase where everything's good. Now, Todd, I want when we to play a, you. When we date for a couple years, I mean, maybe it won't be, you know, as good. My first, my first game of pickleball, but we'll be against you. I can't wait. All right, let's go. Let's <laughs> okay, do it. I'm in. Season, I'm in. season I can't five, top two, top two Satans, pickleball and Sean's Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> well played. I might, well played. I might drive up to Atlanta this coming weekend. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be good. Mal, what's up with you, man? I know you're, you're, uh, you've got a road game this week. Uh, yeah, but we're up here in Connecticut. Uh, I came up on Thursday. Uh, my cousin Chip, a sports writer for 27 years at the New Haven Register, um, passed on uh, for a long and very courageous battle with cancer. Uh, so we had a wonderful celebration of his life uh, over the last couple of days. Um, it's, been, it's been pretty inspiring. Uh, the, uh, the tweets and the, the messages we've got from uh, hockey 
associations across the country and colleges that he covered has just been it's been pretty nice uh he's one of the he was one of the nicest people i ever met uh never said a bad word about anybody uh he's going to be missed but it's been good to be around family and uh as i was telling you guys i've eaten more pizza in two days than i have in five months uh i've eaten donuts and bagels and drank beer and beers and it's all been good but uh but uh it's uh it's good it's good to be here but i'm looking forward to getting home as well sean tell us about your week buddy i know you had a well you know mal it's it, in honor of your your cousin chip you know it's funny you don't with media members with with writers journalists storytellers uh you know tv and and, and radio guys it's a voice you never forget until you don't hear it again and then you never forget it yeah. right and so you've shared some really cool uh words that your that your cousin wrote i'm sure you guys are all telling some stories about your favorite stories and games he's covered. And it's, you know, every one of us has that voice uh, that we remember as kids and someone in new England, you know, is going to always hear Chip Malfronte in their head, you know, the, the things he said, the words he said. So cheers mm-hmm. to cheers to your cousin. Thank you, brother. So, yeah. Hey, Anthony, and what we hear in the background there, that's the Malafronte family, right? Sharing stories about Chip and, so that's awesome. That'll be uh, it'll be fun to have this episode with uh, all the memories of Chip kind of built into it. So that'll be cool. That's nice you to say that, Bill. They are they are reminiscing strongly. Nice. <laughs> and I, I will so tell we'll you jump right into our, our our podcast, and you can get back to the family, uh, guys. I had a, a good weekend dropping Ryan off at Mississippi State University down in Starkville, Mississippi. Uh, got them all moved in. We're we're you know COVID. COVID secure were masks and, you know, we had set times to get in. They, they really did a great job as a university breaking down the, the moving process to be as, as minimally uh, distance as possible. As far as, you know, there wasn't only 800 students per day that got into the dorms and um, really neat. Ryan got a chance to meet his, his roommate Cooper, uh, who's from Southern Mississippi. Uh, they've already been on the golf course a couple of times. They've already had their first classes through, through technology and, uh, you know, it's a little different on campus, certainly. The, uh, you know, the football season, as we will talk about tonight, uh, just kind of being announced in the SEC, different in other parts of the country. But uh, he's excited and off and running, so certainly proud of him. Um, but let's talk, some, hey, let's talk some sports, guys. Let's, let's start. Hey, I, think Mal had, I think Mal tried to jump in before we get going. I oh, yeah, I please, know Jump in. Yeah. No, we're good. We are good. We're okay. Good. I sure don't want to miss let's anything. Talk a little lightning hockey. Well, that's, that's <laughs> what we're going to start with. <laughs> I'm not going to skip over hockey now. In fact, I'll get to hockey first. Okay. <laughs> Calm down. No. Let's go. To, let's go to hockey because it it has our attention here on the on the on the stare down. The one guy who has no skin in the game actually started a bet between. What did I do? What did I do? <laughs> he jumped jumped in on jumped in on Columbus's side to 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 balance the ship uh, in the East. Uh, we are in the Stanley Cup round. Round one, we just finished the playoffs or the playing games last week. Columbus squeaked out a, a five five game series win over Toronto, putting Toronto in their familiar spot in the spring, and that's on the golf course. Um, but the Blue Jackets had a chance to continue their series against Tampa, which, by the way, was I think was it uh, four nothing last year. Uh, but last year doesn't mean much. No. Because this year they're playing Tampa and they're down three to one as we speak. They lost game four today, uh, two to one. As I said in a, a text, guys, Columbus is playing incredible defense. Their goaltender is unbelievable. They just cannot score any goals. 
And Tampa's doing everything they can to score goals and keep Columbus out. And so it's just been tough. Uh, they went 2-1 to one today. They're up 3-1 to one with a clinching game, I believe, tomorrow. Tomorrow night, Wednesday. is that right? Wednesday. Wednesday night. Okay, so Wednesday night. Do we, do we need to talk about game one, maybe? We don't want to brush yeah, over yeah. that, do we? <laughs> we'll take the whole episode to talk about game one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jump in, Todd. Tell us about game one. Oh, so, uh, yeah, so the fourth longest game in NHL history, right? Uh was it five or four overtimes? I think it was four at least. Five oh. overtimes. Five overtimes, yeah. And uh, Tampa prevailed. Um, they scored – I think they scored quick, right? A lot of goals. And then they went five, six periods without scoring. Um, just amazing, right? So uh, hats off to Columbus to come back and win game two. I mean, that, that to me was um, – gave me hope as far as – not that I'm anti-Tampa, but, again, as Sean says, to even the uh, scales, I, you're, I jumped you're on pro, Columbus. You're pro $20 bills. You're not anti-Tampa. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> small supporting small breweries, right? That's, uh, oh, that's maybe, right. Yeah, uh, exactly. a better thing. Um, but Sean, man, it's an old adage. The series doesn't begin until a team is facing elimination. So although you sent out the kind of uh, defensive text, probably emotionally you're preparing yourself for defeat. Um, we're just getting started come Wednesday. So I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> yep. The like opt- optimist, right? Great attitude. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll see like it was a, it was a, <laughs> that game. That game last week that was the five overtime. It was one of those ones where you wanted to turn it off. You just wanted somebody to score, but you couldn't turn it off because you're like. And then even like I loved. I was flipping back and forth between the Columbus coverage and the national coverage because you know the story of a, a game going five overtimes, and you're scrolling through Twitter and you're seeing people that don't follow hockey going turn on this game between Tampa and Columbus. It's going to the third overtime, the fourth overtime. Stop and, what you're doing, you know, right? Yeah, I mean, Bill and Anthony, I know you guys will always remember, but not a lot of people will remember, remember Brandon Point, you know, is the one that kind of, you know, scored it on an amazing block by our – one of our guys got – he blocked it with his, like, face, and then he went yes. down to kind of cover his face, and Point just got almost, almost a rebound, but you just don't expect a rebound to be that far out. I mean, he was outside the circle, um, mm-hmm. the face-off circle, and he just threw a great shot on goal. It was kind of flipping over end – and he dead-handed it. He didn't really get his legs into it. I mean, he was five. His legs was, were gassed. Right, he was eight, <laughs> eight periods into a hockey game, and he did it with all arms. If you watch him, his legs were like they didn't, no leg at all. And it was almost like a knuckleball. I felt terrible for the goalie. The kids. What, the changeup like, worked, right? 80, yeah. 89 80, saves or some crazy number 86, like that. 86, I think, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then he gets a floater coming at him through a little bit of a screen, and the game is over just like that. Well, it's, it's cliche, and I know you guys, you three, since you all have skin in the game, will disagree with me. But from the outsider's point of view, uh, you didn't want either one of those teams to lose, right? <laughs> right. No, that's not true. I really wanted Columbus to lose. And you're, <laughs> awesome. you, do, you do have exactly. skin in the game because your $20 is as important as Sean's. You, you made my point for me. Of course you guys uh, did. But it's just one of those games that where you're just like, wow, this is – this is going to suck for who, whoever loses, right? It's almost like you're relieved if you win and you're in pain if you lose. But, again, that's why I was so surprised that Columbus came, came back game two and, and won. There was, else. you know, so many stories in that game because, obviously, the playoff. But the fact that there was another team waiting in the ice, in the ice rink to get on the ice. It, you know, it was like a – imagine the, like the next a, day, a March yeah. Madness game, Todd, that goes, you know, six overtime. But those are only five minutes long. So mm-hmm. – and at least you know someone's going to win at some point in time. This, this literally was, you know, ten minutes – Intermission, twenty-minute game period, you know, plus the plus the stoppage time. 
nearly nearly six hours. Yeah, nearly six hours of total time. I mean, that's yeah. that's just awesome. And Bill, now I don't know if you remember, Todd, you were probably in high school at Oak Hall, but the last game that went five overtimes, the Philadelphia Pittsburgh game, I actually watched in our fraternity house and we stayed up and watched it. But guys, remember back then in the in the eighty six, I believe it was eighty seven, right? Yeah. Eighty seven. Um those guys didn't have the wicking shirts. They had sweaters that were literally, you know, and you couldn't like just throw them in the wash and dry them up really quick. They were, yeah. imagine how like wet their leather gloves were. And they're, yeah. you know, think about the technology today. Think about, you know, Mal, you go back to like the Ken Venturi when it was 104 degrees, you know, uh, they were wearing like thick piquet shirts, you know, and, and, and wool pants, you know, and, and now these guys, it's no big deal, but to, to you know, it was funny because they, they interviewed, by the third overtime, the, the local coverage was interviewing the guys in between periods where they're breathing heavy, and they're like, you know, tell us what happened that period. And they asked them, you know, what were you eating in between periods? And they're like, bananas, water, Gatorade, salt. You know, it's just like, you know, uh, that's an amazing, amazing game. So, um, And let me ask you this so that you guys will know more than I will. Uh, but being in the bubble format, isn't it tough on the ice, too, where all those games are being played back-to-back-to-back? where the ice gets a little maybe slushy and that affects. Well, Zamboni's things. definitely getting a workout. I think, yeah. I think one good thing, Todd, that, um, I haven't heard anybody say this, but without the heat of the fans in the arena, once that Zamboni drops the fresh layer of ice, it's probably pretty good until the end of the period. Gotcha. Um, yeah. But that, you know, I, I do think the, you know, cause think about this, Todd, in a typical game at Amali arena and nationwide in between timeouts, there's activities on the ice. There's people skating. There's the, the, the fangirls and the, you know, there's stuff going on out there. So this gives it, mm. you know, they, they still get out there during the commercial and they, and they sweep up all the loose ice by the goalies and in the corners. Um, so, but I, I agree. It probably does. That Zamboni's needed extra gas the other night. <laughs> they, even tonight, tonight's game though, they, I saw an interview um, with, with after the game with a couple of uh, Blue Jackets who, and one of the guys, well, actually it was Cam Atkinson who said that, uh, he goes, well, you know, the puck was bouncing a lot tonight. And I thought, oh, interesting. Cause there's a ton of games being played on that. There's no real chance to recuperate that, that those two arenas that are being used. So I think it is just the overall level of number of games is kind of affecting the quality. Cause these guys at their home ice, they, you know, they know, you know, the ice keepers, I don't know what they call them, but the people who take care Some of bony you know. guys. Yeah. 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 You know, Bill, Bill, it's, it's interesting because, you know, you, everyone has that home field advantage, right? And in hockey, yeah. it's no different. I mean, you know, right. the, remember the old Boston garden, Todd, where there was dead spots on the floor and Larry Burke Parquet floor, dead yeah. spots. Yep. Um, and, 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 you know, in, in Fenway park, you know, the, the way that green the monster corners. plays yep. um, now but, in but Minute Park in Houston with the Hill, you know, yep. to, to Bill's point though, when you play one game a night, the Zamboni doesn't create a brand new layer, layer of ice. It, it smooths over what was, what's been carved up. You play one game on Tuesday night in Emily Arena. You don't play on Wednesday and you play on Thursday. They practice in the morning. The Zamboni will go over that ice six, seven, eight times in between games. So the ice itself builds up to a, a much thicker level. And that's why they had to push the other game back to 11 o'clock next day because exactly. there's at least a one-and-a-half-hour delay between games because they have yeah, to empty the dressing rooms until, and the Zamboni and all that stuff. It wouldn't have started until yeah. 11.15 at night. Right. And, <laughs> and then the risk, Todd, what if that game goes five overtimes? 
<laughs> or even hey, just one. These are crazy times. Let's play. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let, let me run through the East, guys. Um, also, uh, a three-facing uh, elimination game. Uh, Washington, not surprising. that This is typical for them, right, Bill? Um, they are down 3-0 to the Islanders. Um, not an unfamiliar spot for the Washington Capitals. Uh, neither will be being out of the playoffs if they don't uh, win four in a row. Um, and then they over on the other they, side of it, they did mix in a championship though with all these <laughs> exits. So, you give a little credit. That's right? not bad. You know? <laughs> I, I, meant no, I meant no disrespect. I'm just saying, you know, yeah. the, the, uh, they have, they the, struggle. The pattern yeah. continues, but it's easier for the pattern yeah. to continue for, for caps fans with a win. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Philadelphia says a, says a night, uh, a night's, or, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, nights. What am I talking about? It says a lightning fan who had, it was Oh seven, okay. right? Anthony Oh seven last time they won. Yeah. It's been a while. Right. <laughs> Uh, Philadelphia playing the Montreal uh, Canadiens. They're the 12th seed, lowest seed uh, in the tournament. Once again, they reseed each round based on the top seed gets the lowest seed available. Uh, they're up two to one, and then Boston up two to one over Carolina. Over in the West, uh, you got Vegas uh, was up three nothing. Three one. Chicago Blackhawks come back. Another 12th seed. Uh, they win uh, to make it three to one. Um, and then you got Vancouver two to one over St. Louis. Colorado two to one over. Arizona and Dallas tied up with Calgary uh, on the west side over in Edmonton. Those games being played in Edmonton. Hmm. So uh, let's let's hit Major League Baseball really quick, guys. Uh, let me just run down the the, the the leaders right now. Once again, based on win percentage only, because it's we'll, I'm sure mm-hmm. we'll talk about it. Uh, Yankees uh, are leading the East. Minnesota's leading the Central, and Oakland with the best record in Major League Baseball at wow. seven twenty seven. Um, Tampa Bay in that fourth spot. But once again, remember, there's not a wild card. There's actually five wild cards this year. There's eight teams going to make the playoffs. Um, Over in the NL, you got Miami in the lead in the East, the Cubs in the Central, the Dodgers with the best record in the West, and then Colorado bringing up that fourth spot for now uh, in the the West. Any baseball activity besides Bill Fernando Tech? T's hitting homer after <laughs> oh, yeah. homer after homer. Brand, Brandon Lau, the Rays, uh, AL player of the week, with, hit 444 with uh, four straight homers and four straight games. That was cool. But I'll tell you what, I, I wish I'd have called this out and called Anthony as soon as I saw it because I, you know, two, the two most injured Yankees over the last three seasons are going to be Judge and Stanton. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They're both hurt right now. Right, and throw in DJ LeMahieu, who also is going to be out for a while. He's leading the league in hitting. So the Yankees, here they go again, Anthony, with their injury issues. But I watched after another judge home run. Those two yahoos are like jumping up in the air and high-fiving each other. <laughs> the next day, Stanton had a bad hammy. It came when he jumped up. It was like a Grammatica thing. Tell those guys to just get back to the freaking dugout and sit their asses down and stop jumping around like maniacs when they get hurt so easy. So that's, that's my observation on Major League Baseball. The Yankees are going to jinx themselves again. And how about this? I only know two names on the Boston Red Sox. Mm. Two names. J.D. Martinez and uh, Pilar, I think. And that's it. It is a whole team of guys I've never heard of. They are yeah. horrible. Horrible. Mm. Yeah, they're not a good team. I think one of us picked them to win the East, too, if I remember correctly. I don't think I did. <laughs> I, I, think I, did. <laughs> I think I did. I think I did, yeah. <laughs> oh, what are you going to do right now? Uh, no, Sean, no. shockingly, I'll bring up the Braves. Um, 
<laughs> this is a t- Max. Max. Uh, Max Freed is. I mean, he was number two coming in. He's he's balling. He's he's just uh, pitching really well. Bill, I think he used to be on your team. Maybe still uh, is. Still yeah, is. Good. They got frozen in place. I'll have him next year. Yeah. So <laughs> this is a team that's um, hurting on the starting pitching front. So they need to find a way to to fill this gap. But uh, bullpen and they're scoring runs. It's they're just a scrappy, fun team to root for. Um, I mean, locally, I love them. But you know, just. Kind of a kind of a neat team. Uh, they're they're finding ways to win. They're battling with the Nationals right now, down five to three. They've been strikeout uh, heavy, and now they're what is it lob heavy? Bill left on base. <laughs> left on men so, left on base. Hey, yeah, but, you need to hey, write a letter to the local paper. Was it the Gannett? The Gannett? Whatever it is, Linnet Journal Constitution. That's it. And say you heard about this team called the Rays. They have this thing called the opener. And maybe maybe the Braves can employ it because they don't have but any Bob, starters. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, anything else in the baseball, guys? Uh, Cardinals back up and playing. They sweep uh, their first series out of the – They were well-rested, right? Yeah, exactly. They were, what, You're on mute now. Oh. They were rested they for, are, what, 15 days? They're very well-rested, aren't they? <laughs> they, they need – they're not going to make 54 games. There's not a chance that they're going to get to 54 games. And if they continue at the pace that they're at, they should start forfeiting games. If they, if they have to not play again, they should forfeit games. The Cubs yeah. are at a huge disadvantage having to play that many doubleheaders. Mm. Yeah, mm. I, I, I haven't looked deep into the, the new rules, Mal. Is there anything in there about forfeits? or are they? No, there isn't. But – let me jump in. I I hear you, and I I tend to maybe agree with you. But didn't we talk about this earlier? This is kind of an all bets are off type of season, right? Um, there's disadvantage for Cardinals and Cubs, or the Cubs for sure. But it kind of is what it is in this this crazy. Yeah, but but yeah, I agree, Ty. You know, I guess you. you but but to, to say to one team you get to rest two weeks, and the other team you got to play double the games in two weeks because the other team had to rest for two weeks. That's tough. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, again, do the Cubs want a bunch of COVID cases where they need to be shut down for two weeks? I mean, it's, I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure they're fine <laughs> with it, so. you know, at the end of the day, right? I mean, I, I, I get it. It's just wonky and awkward, but it's just kind of just a weird season. We need to, we need to put, you know, spit and tape on the wound and, and kind of move forward, right? Right. Now I agree. Um, how about the NBA, guys? Uh, NBA kicks off there. Uh, season. Go ahead, I'll jump in. I love watching the NBA all of a sudden. I love- I'm not an NBA guy. <laughs> we got a fan all of a sudden. I like it. I am shocked. Todd, I am shocked that I like watching it. It's pickup games. Portland is fun to watch. That kid averaged 51 points a game. That uh, is, Lillard, Dame, is it? Dame Lillard. Yeah. Dame and Lillard. Yeah. He is amazing. And they're just playing for themselves. They're playing for their team. They want to show up the other team. They're not beating their chest to, to show off to the people in the stands. It's so much more fun. The coverage, when you get to hear what they're saying, it's just been – I'm watching that eighth seed game where Lillard went off, I was mesmerized by that game. I could not turn away. And I was shocked because I'm not an NBA fan. That was great. That was old school basketball. It was wonderful. You are now, right? Well, I'll tell you I'm watching what. it. 
guess what? Portland, I think the Lakers got screwed, <laughs> you know, by, by pulling, yanking, you know, getting the trailblazers in the first round, probably arguably the third or fourth best team in the West, uh, the way they're playing. So that'll be uh, fun to have see how LeBron and, and, um, Davis, Anthony Davis can handle that, uh, Lillard and McCollum and how they, uh, how they, how they perform. That'll be fun to watch. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people have said for a long time, I think Barkley has came out and said, he thinks the trailblazers will beat the Lakers. And he said that literally, I think six weeks ago. Wow. Yep. Yeah. So, um, you'll have to get our buddy Shay on if they do that, Sean. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So score right from, now, here's the, or, uh, yeah, score from tonight. Do you get this one? Uh, yeah. Raptors kill the Nets 134 to 110. Wow. So I think the Raptors have something to prove, right? You know, I, <laughs> Kawhi left, but we still got a lot of good players and we want to play well and we'll see what we can do in the East. We'll see. You never know. I, I will I will throw this in and it's worth maybe researching, but uh, I was talking to my son who's an NBA fan and he said um, scoring and shooting is up because of the empty stadiums. Um, I guess there's not as much distraction in the. You mean, you mean the, this makes a difference when they're shooting? Uh, People doing moving may, maybe a little bit. And again, <laughs> I'm I'm not sure. I, I just I don't I don't know if it's true or not. But hmm. one thirty four one ten may uh, may indicate that that's true. I don't know. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So here's your here's your matchups, guys. Uh, Milwaukee, Orlando, tied your your second team, the Buck or the uh, Magic. Magic. There. Uh, yep. Toronto, Toronto, Brooklyn, uh, and that's without Garnett. And is Kyrie playing or not? Mm, I don't think I don't, so. I don't think he is. I don't think so. No. Uh, Boston, yeah. Boston oh, Philadelphia, not. and Indiana, Miami. Um, and then over in the West, you got Lakers, Portland, probably the most watchable. Clippers, Dallas, pretty pretty wow. watchable Ooh. series there with with uh, Kawhi and Paul George and Luca, Porzingis, Denver, Utah, and then what a surprise, Houston and Oklahoma City, uh, <laughs> another team that obviously has had a lot of players flip sides. Um, yeah. They're playing. So we'll keep our eyes on that. Watch. Uh, let's talk golf really quick, guys. We head into the we head into the playoffs in golf. We got playoffs in hockey. We got playoffs in basketball. This week starts the playoffs in golf. The FedEx Cup, Bill. Um, mm-hmm. Last round of the shortened season was this week at the Wyndham Classic in Greensboro, North Carolina, Sedgefield Country Club, and we got Jim Herman winning his second tournament on the pga tour former club pro under a donald trump course uh, jim herman wins a a tournament yeah jim who <laughs> it's third win 63 61 right? <laughs> on the weekend yeah. the lowest score imagine pill- picking billy horschel hypothetically in your little weekend hypothetically he, speaking yeah just, and he goes 65 65 on the weekend and that that doesn't win you the uh the tournament That's, yeah, so he, retwe- you but he horschel, retweets you though todd he retweets he you. did uh, he <laughs> liked he liked he likes okay. so, yeah, uh, yeah. So, 40, 42 years old and a winner. Yeah. 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 So, awesome. so, um, playoffs coming up. Do, do, are we going to have some sort of an event to, uh, you know, kind of pick our players or what are we doing there? Uh, Sean Northern yeah, Trust. We're gonna have to do something offline. Not tonight. Okay. But we're going to have to do some, some like pick, cool. pick your four to, you know, you know, we got the Northern Trust at TPC Boston, to, uh, mm-hmm. a, a fun course to watch. Uh, and you, many of us know it because it's usually held over Labor Day weekend. Um, and it, and it Monday, finishes yeah. on that Monday. Yeah. Uh, you get that great par three, then that interesting par five finish where you can reach it in two, but it's got all the junk now. Uh, the last four holes in that course are awesome. 
Funny, yeah, I'm really a lot of beach and beer on Labor Day, so I don't remember this tournament very much. <laughs> <laughs> the old bike paths there, Bill, right? Watch out for the bike yep. paths. Narrow. It's, oh, yeah. those bike paths are narrow. Yeah, really narrow. So, um, TPC Boston, now it's normally three playoff matches, then the tour championship. Now it's two playoff two. matches, tour championship. Yeah. And then Atlanta, right? The US Open. Yep. Um, so, so, we go they- Boston, then we go Olympia Fields in Chicago for the BMW. Yeah former U.S. Then, Open course, and then the Tour Championship of East Lake around the corner from Todd's place. So what's the so, cut down? How did they change I the believe cut down? I believe it's 125, 75, And 50, then down to 30. 20, 30, no, 30 for the, for the Tour. 30 is always 30. Yeah, yeah. yeah, normally, okay. it's, normally it's 125, 100. Right. 70. And, 75 and then yeah. – or 70 and then 30. So this year it yeah. goes 125, 70, 30. Cool. So – um, a lot of, lot of, uh, jockeying this week. All, um, all 125 and, are playing, which is great. <laughs> and then the U S yeah, open and then some junk tournaments and then the masters, right? I hate to say junk tournaments, but kind of oh, the open, the opens first. That's in US open first. Then, then some what, four yep. or five kind of, yeah. yeah. Cause there, there was a couple weeks built in for the Ryder cup, which obviously got, got changed. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, and the, the masters right. announced this week, no fans at the masters. Now guys, listen, we've had no, there's fans never fans at the masters. <laughs> Patrons. patrons thank you patrons. you're welcome good, good, good correction there bill touche awesome. but listen <laughs> we've we've had no patrons no fans at a lot of tournaments this year and really had you know Muirfield village you recognize it because it's such a recognizable course you know some of the courses you recognize it um the 18th hole in 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 um hartford you know without the bowl of people but i don't think any course is going to look more different without augusta. patrons oh, than augusta God. 16 and, and I'll tell you, I don't think it's so much the fans as it is the echo of the fans. Yeah. You know, you knew, I mean, you hear Tiger and Jack and, and Arnold and, and the guys tell stories about, they knew what was happening on the course based on the echoes mm. and based on, okay, I knew I'm five groups behind so-and-so they're probably on seven. Now I'm on three. That was a seventh hole echo. And yeah. it just changes things. I, you know, I don't know where DJ was. It would, would have been neat to have a camera on DJ if they would have been fans when Morikawa hit bad. that drive on 16, yeah. right? And then yeah. made the subsequent eagle putt. Um, it, it definitely changes your thinking, I think, right? Uh, you know, I, I, th- I think these guys are – this is a cliche. They're professionals. They'll, they'll figure out a way to kind of play the game. Um, but th- those, those, you know, when they're, when they're on, um, 11, 12, 13, you know, they're, they're really, other than the fans behind them on 12, nobody's around the greens. It's a different kind of a setup. People are pretty far away from those pins. Right. Um, and that's just going to be every single hole, every single yeah. hole. There's not going to be anybody, you know, near, um, near those greens. And it's going to be, it's, it's going to, I tell you what, for people who, um, routinely watch it and you're used to it and it's always packed, right? The mad rush when the gates open to get your seat set up at the 12 T or to get over to 16 or wherever you're trying to get and to have nobody there, it is going to be weird. It is just not going to look the same for us as a, for a viewing experience on television. It is going to be odd. Yeah. You know, you know, you know what the one hole I really think is going to look so different is 12 because that bank of fans behind 12 is, Like, I'm not sure what's behind, what's directly behind that tee. Is it the seventh green? Is it the... No, no, it's just woods. <laughs> number five. <laughs> yeah. Up the hill to number five. 
It goes up okay. the hill to five, yeah, and it's but it's quite a ways up there. I mean, it's 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 a hike from yeah, there to it get is. up there. Um, so it's just going to be a bunch of trees and some pine yeah. straw. That's about Augusta it. Augusta is set up so that the fans then they're they're there in mass. The patrons, excuse me, I'm sorry, <laughs> Augusta. Thank the you. patrons are there in mass, but they never really interact with the the game of golf. They talked about at Hardy Park how there was a handful of times where if the fans were lining the fairways, that ball wouldn't have gotten so deep. The rough would have been right. packed down. So in terms of the actual play of the golf course, the fans not being there isn't going to affect the score as much as it might in some other places. In Boston, Sean, the place we're going to this week, the fans on some of the, especially the last four holes, they're right on top of the golf course. Yeah. Yeah. Think, it's that about, one green, seventeen green. With you, you can if you hit the ball long, it's coming off the fans and it's going to stay in a reasonable place. Without fans being there, without the bleachers being there, without the corporate venues being there, it's going to that that shot becomes different for the pros. Yeah, yeah. You know, think about it. The only time, the only time you really see a ball, whether they got to move people at Augusta, you, you is around the eighteen is around the eighteenth green. Somebody goes be. long or somebody hits a bad shot out of the sand, right? And all of a sudden it's in the, it's in the crowd that's ringing the green, right? But when, when's, the other, when's the last time you've seen somebody have to move for a shot when, in Augusta? When Bubba uh, Watson hit his ball in the woods on 10. On 10, yeah, that's So it. far yeah. over the fans, they had to move him so he could hit the ball back onto the fairway. But that's yeah. not the norm there. Boy, the, the par three tournament show will look different. Won't oh, it, though? Yeah. <laughs> Just, just like a pitch and putt out there. You know, are they going to do it or are they going to do a charity event like they've been doing most Wednesdays? Nah, I, I bet they do it. That's, that's the place where they got to keep them, you know, but it, it, we were without their kids caddying for them and, you know, yeah. um, who knows? But Maybe by November we have, we have better news, but, um, fortunately, right, guys, we got mountain well, get back to family. Let's any, any right. other sports, any hockey, any tennis, any, or I'm sorry, any soccer, any tennis, Bill? Uh, Todd, any, any soccer no. to chat up? Uh, Serena lost to 125 seed. That was about it. You want to quickly talk about college football? Uh, three yes. three leagues scheduled. SEC right now. schedule came out, right? Yep. SEC Florida opens at um, Ole Miss, a home opener against South Carolina in week two. Um, Ooh, ending the season with State. Tennessee. Hell State goes to LSU. Their first game. <laughs> yes, yes. Hell State goes to LSU. Um, so, uh, Todd, you see, we end with Tennessee. I think. Yeah, Tennessee won six in a row last year to end the uh, – they're, they're kind of a flavor of the week. Um, the interesting thing is the November 28th games are going to be the rivalry games. It's going to be Auburn-Alabama, the Egg Bowl. Um, so usually traditionally the last game of the season um, are going to be the second to last game. So Florida-Georgia is not Halloween. It's the weekend after. And where so is that, Todd? Are we home and home or are they joining Jacksonville? Jacksonville, yeah. Wow. They're doing it in Jacksonville. So, um, yeah, it's kind of interesting how, uh, again, everyone's got to be flexible. Everyone loves Auburn, Alabama, the last game of the year, and Ole Miss, Miss State. But, you know, they're doing it the second to last game this year. So, um, I, I, I'm hoping everyone behaves, and <laughs> I can't wait for SEC football. It's going to be awesome. It's ten yeah. games. You know, it's just going to be really cool. So, And I believe NFL's kicked off their first day yesterday or today. Bill, uh, I assume, I assume there's probably some, some helicopters 
hovering over Tampa with Tom Brady throwing the football. Gerald McCoy got hurt today. I don't know if you heard that, but twisted yeah. knee. We'll see how that Absolutely. goes. I think he's out. But I saw Brady, yeah, off oh, of the season. Great. I think saw so, yeah. Brady uh, complete a pass to Gronkowski on the news this evening. So they say pass. Gronk's out of shape. That's the, that's the rumor that Gronk is out of shape. Really? Yeah, he'll, Imagine he'll, that. He'll be fine. He'll be fine, right? <laughs> Hey, what about just before you get off it? What about Justin Fields? He uh, he had some things to say up in Ohio State about uh, the yeah. Big Ten not playing. Sean, is there? He, he some, wants he wants to play. A lot of talk right? about that up there. Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, a lot of the talk up here has been about Nebraska being so outspoken. The chancellor, yeah. the president, the AD, and the coach all speaking out against the Big Ten. Um, and it's funny because everyone spoke out against Nebraska being like, oh, hang on, you're not really even traditional Big Ten. Desmond Howard said they should apologize to the Big Ten. You know, and, and Desmond Howard says, who do you think you are, Notre Dame? Well, first of all, Desmond, Notre Dame's not the Big Ten either, so shut up, right? <laughs> Second of all, um, Don't be shy, as Sean. soon Don't as be Nebraska – now, let me, let me point <laughs> out, guys, shut the, up. The, chancel- the chancellor, the president, the AD, and the coach from Nebraska all spoke out saying we want to play football. We'll do everything we can to play somehow play football. And everyone thought that was uppity. But as soon as they saw that the, most of the fans were behind what they were saying, Ryan Day, Jim Harbaugh, and James Franklin from Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio State quickly started speaking out as well, saying, we want to play football mm-hmm. too, because it becomes a recruiting edge. Listen, yeah. if, if, if a conversation a year from now between Scott Frost and let's say a coach from Penn State or Michigan is who really wants to support you playing football, we're the ones that spoke out and Michigan and Penn state didn't speak out. It's now becoming very political and very recruiting edge. I did not see what Justin Fields said, Bill, cause I was traveling. So I don't know if you can. Okay. Link, yeah. He, 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 he said, why, why, why can't we play? If the sec and the ACC can play, why are, why are we not playing? He was very outspoken for a player. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Hey, think of it this way and just how, I guess I've used the word wonky too many times before, but how weird everything is. So the Big 12 has Iowa State. They'll be playing football this year. And the Big 10 has Iowa. They will not be playing football this year. So two teams in the same state have different rules. And then I read, and Sean, you could verify this, but the Big 10 commissioner, a guy named Kevin Warren, right? Mm -hmm. His son plays for Mississippi State. Yep. So – He's leading a, a, a league that will not be playing, but his son will be playing. So it's just kind of like, just weird, right? It's just weird. Yeah, so. yeah for sure. And, and, you know, once again, a lot of people, it's funny because it seems to me like a lot of the Big Ten fans are pissed off that they're not going to play, but they're also rooting for the SEC to cancel their season. It's like they're so – Misery about, loves company, right? Misery loves yeah, because well, yeah, they, exactly they, right. they, if they can't play, they don't want anyone else to play. So they're, they're saying like, oh, well, as soon as you guys cancel, you'll see. But it's like, why would you want them to play and just be wrong, you know, like, like just to watch football? Um, yeah. Because the talk this week all of a sudden shifted to, did the Big Ten make the decision too early and can they still pull it back and, and, and practice? Um, you know, so it's – you know, guys, it's, it, not only is it a fan issue – it's a financial issue like you wouldn't mm. believe, right? I mean, think about the number of people that come into a Columbus, a big city. But think about the number of people that come into a Starkville, where I was this past weekend. When they count on seven weekends of 250,000 people coming in to stay in hotels and eat at restaurants and fill up at gas stations and fill up at, you know, uh, and play the golf courses. And 
all those little things, it's just unbelievable the impact it could have. Right. I mean, well, so yeah, we'll see. Not, I, it, yeah. It's, it, but the, it, even the teams that are playing, no one's going to those cities, right? Just because they're playing, they're, all those businesses are still screwed. Yeah. A fraction. There's no fans. There's no fans going to the game. That's what I'm saying. It's not. I'm not worried about the hundred thousand seats, Bill. I'm worried about the two hundred thousand in the town. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it's it's interesting. So a developing story will follow here. We'll be making money at the corporate entities. Say it again. Mm -hmm. The only corporations will be making money are the corporate entities. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's called uh, it's called TV money. Yeah. <laughs> it goes it speaks it speaks big so that's a, it's a yep. it's a well we can talk about that in future weeks we got a lot of sports happening right now let's yep. go around the horn really quick um now let's start with you what's coming up this week before before we fly home uh we're gonna take uh john paul he's doing a massive uh miniature golf tournament tomorrow <laughs> nice. uh, we'll be playing miniature golf pretty much all day myself and john paul and uh, cousin Smith and little Smithy. And then we're going to go to, um, dip top here in beautiful orange Connecticut for a Boston shake or two, which is a fine ice cream del- delicacy. Uh, when we talk ice cream and I didn't bring up Boston shake, I don't know. Is it like a, is it like a push up? No, it's a milkshake, any flavor milkshake that you like. And then within the milkshake is an ice cream sundae. I see some Mount Rushmore regret. Oh, there is right there is there absolutely is i don't yeah. know what made me not think of this so the other night i took four <laughs> of my nieces and nephew we went to they, luigi had never been to dip top he's 20 years old i walked into the house and he said i'm still waiting for that ice cream i said let's go Had five <laughs> kids in the car chocolate milkshake vanilla ice cream hot fudge cherry and the whipped cream it's spectacular so how many did we'll you have how many did you have only had one okay had, good good and i'm gonna have another one tomorrow uh, but we're gonna spend uh i think jimmy veck might be playing uh uh here he is I, he might be playing uh miniature golf with us as well we're having a massive miniature golf tournament we're gonna eat a little ice cream uh um uh and actually i, I have another service to attend uh tomorrow uh my sister-in-law's 96 year old uh father passed away the other day god oh, bless him boy. frank was a absolute piece of work he's the best he planned out everything i'll tell you guys about it offline anthony i'm just gonna throw an idea out there i'm just gonna throw an go idea ahead. out there and if you find a way to find a thrift shop nearby you you go to the thrift shop in the morning tomorrow and find a gaudy jacket and you call this tournament tomorrow the malsters <laughs> ah instead of the masters yeah. of Mal- and they get the jacket Oh, I might and, do that. I'm gonna go find hey, Anthony. Jacket. Don't forget, Matter don't fact, forget I'm this. Stand at my brother's house to make him right in my in his closet. And, and the winner gets a jacket, and you just leave that's it awesome. there. And every time you yep. guys get back together, you have the Malisters. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and Anthony, just a quick tip on miniature golf: the putters are reversible, so don't be looking for a right-handed putter. They they go both <laughs> ways. <laughs> when do you get back, Mal? Uh, flying back uh, Wednesday afternoon. So uh, diet so starts have, Thursday. Uh, Diet starts Thursday. Starts no, Thursday, we're going to stream song. Friday, we're going to <laughs> Friday. We're headed to stream song. So, uh, oh, shoot. Well, it starts Thursday Monday. Monday and week. And a couple of days <laughs> of yeah, it does. It'll start next week. Uh, it's all good. Uh, but uh, you know, I'll just I'll leave you guys with this: time, family, and health. It's really all that matters. And it was brought home crystal clear to me this week. And uh, 
I wish you guys and all of our listeners, the millions of them across the country, good time, good health, and good family. Because after that, you can recreate anything else you want. Love you, Mel. Cool. Thanks for jumping on with us. Todd, what do you got going on this week, bud? Man, uh, fantastic, Mel. Uh, I think I mentioned earlier, I've been thinking about you a lot. So um, know that you are loved and people are thinking about you, of course. So um, Sean, just grind, 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 right? Finding new ways to do business. Um, uh, I'm not giving up on 2020 for sure. I'm a day-to-day guy, but uh, I'm kind of looking to, to, to 2021 in that I'm planting those seeds like you like to talk about. Um, you're, you, you have to plant the seeds in the spring and harvest in the fall. So, um, trying to focus on the day to day, but also look ahead. Cause I, I, I truly believe better times are ahead. Um, as we, as we shake out, um, of, of this thing. Um, <clears throat> so looking forward to a great week and, uh, you know, echoing Mal, uh, what he said, just, just trying to kind of circle back to, uh, gratitude and, and counting, counting blessings. And it's so easy now to, to watch all this stuff on the news and read this bad story. We're going to come out of it. Um, we're not the first, uh, this is unlike anything else, but we we've survived, um, a lot in our, uh, we, we survived a lot and we're going to survive this. So I'm, I'm trying to be grateful and count blessings and, and continuing to move forward. Um, it's been a rough, uh, couple months for me and, uh, I'm kind of, tired of of uh of the malaise right so i'm trying to be positive and, and it's working so looking forward to uh waking up tomorrow and, and hitting it so um can't wait so appreciate it love it bill what do you got coming up man um I, I let's see i have a podcast uh being released tomorrow you it's do podcast bill i do a podcast yeah it's <laughs> the real estate sessions um episode 251 is john barquette I don't know if you know that name, Anthony, but he has Barquette Realty and he's a, um, he's out of, a <clears throat> um, Springfield, Springfield, Massachusetts, just a little town just South of there, right on the Connecticut border and good guy and just knows everything about what's happening at St. Petersburg. It's a very local issue, kind of a local episode, Sean, where we're going to talk a lot about what's happening at St. Pete development. Um, his brokerage not only has residential commercial, but he's also an MAI in the appraisal Institute. He's like the highest level of appraiser as well. And so they, they have like (laughs) three appraisers at their office as well as commercial and residential. It's a great little operation in downtown St. Pete. So great guy. And that's tomorrow. And uh, other than that, just doing a live visit tomorrow. I'm going out in public and I'm doing a session for Ken Brownlee's team He's a KW guy, so that's going to be interesting. I get to go back outside, which actually is, that, is going to be kind of fun. So is that yeah. Keller Williams KW? KW Keller Williams. Yep, yep. Look at Keller me, Williams South know. Shore. Yeah, South Shore. <laughs> yeah. So we're uh, I'm excited about doing that. And then I like we talked earlier. I can't wait to uh, go hang out with Mal and and Carney and Rick and and, uh, and four other guys. We have a Ryder Cup style match against them. Money's been already dedicated to the event. And we're going to have Are you some staying fun. over there in cabins or staying overnight. Yeah. We're staying overnight. We all, everybody's got their own room, um, at the resort, which looks pretty cool on, on, on the website. I mean, I think it's a neat little setup there, three courses and, and it's in the middle of nowhere. It's near bowling. Is there, is there like a little, uh, like a fire pit kind of sit outside, have some cigars and drinks maybe. 
Yeah, I think at the clubhouse, there's that, Anthony, right? But then there's a restaurant. The only restaurant near it is uh, in the hotel. And we already have reservations for dinner correct. Friday night. Yeah, yeah and the hotel is a little bit of a drive you, over, right? Yeah, it's not like you can really go into town, right? I mean, you're, you're there. No. Unless you want to go to Duet or, or uh, <laughs> Yeehaw Junction. Seriously. Yeah, but I know you'll you be going to, you know, to be outside, have a drink, and look up at the stars. and you know, yeah, uh, It's going to be pretty cool. So a little darker really than you're excited. used to, right? I'm not okay. a cigar smoker, but I enjoy the scent of a fine cigar, if that makes go. sense. Memories from sit, uh, sit next to my me. Very, <laughs> my very first Padres game at, at that time, Jack Murphy, or San Diego Stadium. It wasn't right. Jack Murphy Stadium yet. Pipes and, and a guy cigars, in front of us yeah. smoked a cigar at my first baseball game. Yeah. So nice. So it instantly takes me back there. So yeah, hey, for sure. Put on a mask, hold your breath, and give Mal a hug uh, okay. for, for me, right? <laughs> I will. I will. Absolutely. You got Absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> nice um guys for me it's uh uh kind of a self-quarantine week after being being on the road i'm trying to stay in as much as possible i met with, with uh with our, our buddy michael bennett uh today to walk through his property that he's getting ready to flip in the next week or so um to get it ready to hit the market i uh, got a couple ce classes on on thursday uh part five of my toolbox series with my group out in maryland on the morning and then a ce class for my uh, local company here uh, 50 plus ways to get listings, buyers, and referrals. So always a fun one to share ideas, information, and hopefully a little inspiration uh, with the crew. And then hopefully we're getting Wi-Fi fixed here in the house, guys. So uh, that's <laughs> the struggle is real, Kurt. We're I do not believe. Pain. I do not believe that for a second. I, just, I, I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. First world problem. So uh, and Riley kicks off school on Thursday, so we got to get things working here in the house. The uh, the 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 home. Wi-Fi needs to work well. So listen, guys, let's continue to stay in touch. We got the Blue Jackets and, uh, and, and staying alive, hopefully, on, uh, let's say, Tuesday. Wednesday. So on Thursday. Yep. No, Wednesday. Or on Wednesday. And, uh, and we'll, we'll see what happens there. Otherwise, we'll, uh, we'll talk next week. Until then, thanks for listening to The Stare Down.